Welcome to the Retrofit Podcast brought to you by Electric Ireland Superhomes. There's never been a better time to start thinking about a home energy retrofit to transform your house into a warmer, more comfortable and eco-friendly home. This Electric Ireland Superhomes Retrofit Podcast series hopes to demystify that process as we take you through the whole process from start to finish. We'll be interviewing industry experts and happy householders who've just completed their retrofit and sharing some helpful advice and handy tips. Today you're going to hear from David Flannery, who is the Head Retrofit Advisor at Electric Ireland Superhomes. David has 15 years experience in home energy retrofitting, low energy construction and sustainable housing development. I talked to David previously on episode one about the SEAI National Retrofit Grant Scheme and what exactly does a retrofit entail. And now on episode two, David will go into more depth about the whole house approach to retrofitting. Hi, David. You're very welcome to the podcast. We're going to be talking today about the whole house approach to retrofitting. So first, could you just tell us what is that? When we look at whole house, we see um, the emergence of the one-stop shops, which have been uh, trialed since 2017, uh, perfected over that time, um, or improved over that time to the point that we can deliver service uh, from the whole way through, from specking the house, uh, which is a survey, putting together a retrofit plan, which details all of the appropriate cost-effective measures, putting that, bringing in good contractors, overseeing the works, uh, checking the works at the end and making sure everything reaches the standards as put out in the original design. So that whole house approach gives peace of mind to the homeowner that every part of the journey is looked after uh, and that it's all joined together. So what we would have seen before is um, up till very recently is somebody might have been looking for advice in the home and they may get a BEO or some energy advisor may give them some tips on what to do. And that's all very well and good, but a piece of paper in your hand that tells you what to do is only useful if you can actually implement that plan. So the next task then for a homeowner with that BEO or plan was to then go find a contractor. And of course, then you've got to manage the contractor, choose a good one, make sure that the work is carried out right. And at the end, ensure that the grants are paid out. Like they say what's critical to this grant scheme is one-stop shop. So I just think maybe we should just explain that to people. Like what is a one-stop shop like yourselves? Certainly the, the, the one-stop shop approach is what's being promoted by SEI government as the, 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 the best vehicle to achieve the, the retrofit and upgrade targets. And what it is designed to do is to give homeowners the access to expertise um, contracting resources uh, and various supports, whether it be financial or technical, the whole way through the retrofit or upgrade project. Uh, the way things were in the past is probably a good place to start, which is there were various elements uh, of retrofit in different places. So you would have someone who's a BUR assessor who can give you some advice, but for anyone who used to get a BUR assessment, which comes with a list of really general recommendations. The next question is, well, that sounds fine, but you know, what do I do with this? Who do I talk to? And there's a new process then uh, to find a contractor and to choose between contractors mm. and try to work out which one is the best or assess the cost put forward by each contractor. And even a BUR will give a range of options. So the question then is, well, which one do I do first? 
what you can often see in that situation is people making choices which aren't the best choices to make at that particular time. They may have been able to make better savings through other choices. Or what we often see is a type of paralysis where, no, where people don't know what to do because the range of options uh, and the, the range of ways in which things might not work out yeah. or they make the wrong choices are such that they choose not to make any decision at all or ultimately maybe a decision which is not the best. So what the one-stop shop approach does is, well, you, you, have your, you have your recommendations, your home energy assessment, and then a contractor is available to price for that. And you should, you know, when this is done independently, yeah, get an assessment from the one-stop shop as to whether this represents good value, or whether the, whether the contractor is experienced enough and skilled enough to, to, to retrofit your house to a high standard. Uh, the example in, in electric garden super homes is we have approved contractors. Which is, uh, which is a, a set of contractors, a bank of contractors, which have demonstrated over time that they work to the highest standards, uh, that they're uh, well-established companies. Well, we'll be able to see a project through from start to finish in the short order. So it's the least disruption for uh, the householder. So once you, you start marrying these things together and then you add in grants. So typically the way it was is individuals and homeowners would apply for grants themselves. And this is not that it was a highly difficult process, but it's another thing to do when you're, you have enough to be doing with your upgrade and, and retrofit. Uh, so the one-stop shop takes the hassle out by, 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 by looking after the paperwork for that and also sourcing the best grants. And then, of course, when the, when the, when the project is finished, you want someone to be able to say that that was done well. And if not, with, you know, is there snags? Is there things that we need to do? And we can look at things like air tightness. Um, you know, a well retrofit house should be reasonably airtight. So you set out the target at the start, and then you would achieve that target. And how do you know that you've achieved that target? Well, the only way to do that is to organize an airtightness test, which at the end will say, we have achieved a target set out at the start. Therefore, we can rely on the solution because we've ticked all the boxes to be yours right. The airtightness test shows that we have achieved what we set out to achieve. Again, the one-stop shop will organize the BUR for that as well. So what you have is what could be a very complicated process in which there's plenty of things to get right and plenty of things that can go wrong, something which is much more streamlined. This is the, the vehicle to create trust in the industry is so that homeowners can, can rely upon the service they get from start to finish. And I'd always put it down as like from farm to fork. So from a survey to house completion, everything really that's in between the two. At Electric Garden Superhomes, we, we're part of pioneering this approach um, way back in 2015, where we said goodbye to fossil fuels and we took the leap uh, and have been installing heat pumps, renewable energy heat pumps ever since. This is precisely the type of model that we were advocating for. We're delighted that that is now being uh, prioritized through the National Climate Plan and the plan to uh, retrofit 500,000 homes. So it's very exciting. I think when people think about this process, they kind of think it's complex and daunting and they want peace of mind. So I think that's the, that's the benefit of a one-stop shop, that everything is covered. Because I've, I've heard of people doing you know, piecemeal retrofit and then they didn't have the right uh, paperwork. And so they couldn't have availed of the grants because you know, you know, they had the work done, but it couldn't be seen. It's very hard to think of. This is your first time and this is not your profession. That's electric garden super homes. We'd be very mindful of collecting all of these things, making sure everything is certified, making sure that you get the rewards on your VR that you deserve for the work and investment that you've, you've carried out. Um, 
So you have that technical administrative support through the one-stop shop uh, that makes things very easy. And some of this then becomes invisible to you, which is almost the way that it should be. And you have someone else worrying on your behalf uh, or actively working on your behalf to make sure that at the end, everything is grant compliant, be your compliant, uh, and ultimately uh, you get what you pay for. And is the scheme available to everybody? There is something for everybody um, because there is a range, there is a menu, a wide ranging menu, menu of, uh, of upgrade and retrofit measures that there really should be something for every house in this. Um, given the example of attic and cavity wall insulation, these are almost getting to the point where there is no additional cost above and beyond the grant, or at least very little additional cost. Now, plenty of people have made some very wise choice in terms of upgrading their attic and their uh, and probably the cabinet that may already be done. And for some in that case, then the next logical step up will be to a, a heat pump. So we say if your house is heat pump ready. So in other words, you've, you've carried out your fabric or uh, insulation measures such a standard, uh, along with air tightness that your house then is um, suitable for a heat pump. A heat pump is, it's, called, it, it's the cherry on the top of a, of a well-insulated um, airtight house in which all of those uh, insulation choices have been made, uh, have been carried out. And, and the heat pump really is something that works particularly well and particularly efficient when the house is upgraded to that extent. Uh, so the next logical step when you have upgraded houses is to work towards a heat pump. Now that may be feasible all on one installation, which is the ideal way to, to approach it, uh, but realistically, for a lot of people, that's going to be a pathway. So um, in getting the right advice through a home energy assessment, a heat pump technical assessment, and the terminology around these things, there's, there's a few different ways of describing, which is essentially a similar service, which is to outline the steps to bring your house to a point where your heat pump ready. And the last stage in that is to install a heat pump. And the heat pump is going to be the most efficient one of the most efficient ways in which you can heat your home, having carried out all of the other work, either at the same time or prior to the installation. So what you have in that case then is you have a roadmap, you have a plan, and any good upgrade or retrofit is going to start, or any project for that matter is going to start with a plan. And that's what you have with the home energy assessment. Steps one to 10, prioritize in order so that you can make the, the best choices first that make the biggest difference to your bills. Where that... Um, coheres with whole house retrofit is sometimes it's not so it's not so clear as to where to stop in that process so um if you pump your cavity and you upgrade your attic that might be fine to leave it at that point for a while and then the next stage later on might be windows might be doors when they're due replacement when your heating system is coming to end of life or the bills are getting too high then a heat pump is put in at that stage we're always a little bit cautious and it's why we it's why we were advocates and why we you know, came up with our um, whole house retrofit is that when you intervene in a house and when you make some changes, you're never quite sure about uh, what that will mean. Condensation is something which, which occurs once you do a certain level of work in a house sometimes. And it's not true for every uh, retrofit by any means, uh, but ventilation becomes important. At what point do you stop in the retrofit? The, 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 the purpose and the incentive of the whole house grant through the retrofit plan is that it really incentivizes it to go that extra 
a bit further and to at least try to rule out whether you can do the whole house retrofit in one installation and where the grants are pitched where they are the fact that they're um, those grants are deducted from the net cost and when we have uh, and it's and this is going to be this is going to be a place very soon across the industry and for ourselves is you've got um, finance plans and loan schemes which are going to be very low interest and will hopefully bridge the gap so that the step up to doing the whole house is not the bridge it once was rather it is something that makes logical step logical sense for a lot of homeowners so um it, it's not there yet but all those pieces are coming together the last part is really the finance and that is in train at the moment uh so it opens up the possibility of home house retrofit to possibly millions of people that wouldn't have had access or an opportunity to um avail of it before you know we keep talking about bar is it bar b2 is that the level that they want to get up to the bear is a shorthand really for improvements in the house and of course it in, in some ways, it's the ultimate metric or the ultimate um, marker of how good a house is. So it's the, mm-hmm. the, it's the, it's the building energy regulations. But the be yours, your projected energy use. Now, without getting too technical, it's, your, it's, it's what's expected, the amount of energy you will use in your home based on, essentially based on the size of it and based on the insulation and the energy systems that is in place. And it's kind of broken down into what the average home would use uh, heating their house in an average way. So whether it's one person in the house or whether it's 10 people in the house, the BR is not going to reflect that, what an average family unit would use if they use their heating and their electricity in a, uh, and their energy in an average fashion. So it's a really good shorthand you know, to get to B2. Mm. Um, but it's, it's not the only measurement. We'd say the, the heat loss indicator, which is the measurement we use for a heat pump to see if a heat if a house is heat pump ready, it's the heat loss indicator. And to, and to explain that very simply, it's every element of your building fabric, so your building envelope. So it looks at your floor, your windows, your door, your walls, your attic, and your air tightness is in there as well. And there's a U value or an insulation value according to each element within that. So all the windows are going to have a poor U value. Uh, external wall insulation uh, is going to have a, a high one. Uh, but when you put all those together, you get an overall figure for your house. And once you achieve that figure, then it's called your house is heat pump ready. So whether you put a heat pump in or not at that point, it is the best measurement of, which is the way most of us enjoy our home, which is how warm it is, how much it holds its heat uh, and how comfortable it is. Once you achieve that standard of insulation, and you put in a heat pump, you install a heat pump, then you're automatically going to come to a B2, B1 or better. So the first target we look for in electric garden super homes is your heat loss indicator. And the BR is almost like a reward for doing the right things. Um, but of course, it's, it's usually important because it is, it is the amount of energy that you will be projected to use based on the quality of your house. The aim is about bringing BR, half a million additional houses to a BR of B2 or better. The, the line I saw was somebody saying it's like your school school grades, you know, the higher you go up, the better it is. And that's going to be important from the point of view of resale value of a house in the future, because that's always look for. And I, my guess is for carbon taxes in the future as well. That could well be a, a thing. So it's going to become more important as we go into the future. 
Well, we can all we, we can we can see that already, and we, we just we you know we, it's something we anticipated to happen, which is when you're buying a house, um, you bring a structural engineer, uh, and, and you might bring a contractor friend or or a builder, which is say, well, look, I'm going to buy this house, and it's going to cost me. I need to make a provision and a contingency for upgrading my house. Um, uh, making some improvements, redecorating, and ultimately, what's that, what is that going to cost me? It's why it's why dialect houses are more are cheaper than well finished houses. I mean, that's that's obvious, right? So this is something that we have as a concept already built into the price of a house, which is how much is it going to cost me to take it to the standard that I want? And this is the very same is is, is coming true for energy. Because if you've got an F or G rated house or a D one or D three or uh, e-rated house, you're going to want that brought up. So what is the cost of that? And that's, you know, that's simply that, that is reflected um, in, in the cost of uh, houses. It might not be 100% reflected, but it is getting to that point. So we can see a time where people are going to be really factoring this into their choices about what houses to buy and also how easy that house is going to be to retrofit and how cheap or expensive it's going to be to retrofit that house to the standard that they uh, want or aim for, and to run as well, energy and, and, and to and, and to run precisely. In my experience, um, people are looking for a, a, a heating system and an energy system that they can say that we've we've, we've done what we can. Okay, uh, whether something slightly better comes down the line, there's nothing really in the pipeline for that. For for now, I've done what I can. It's not I can I can I can safely say. I have tackled my energy use in a, the best way I could according to my budget. Uh, and it's not something I really need to think about or can think about for uh, um, uh, for the next 10 or 20 years because essentially I've done it. Right? And, and the cost of living now, and then you have control over your costs. You know, To the extent that you can, you've minimized your exposure to fluctuating costs. And, and say the first step, then we talked about it. So getting a plan from me, how much does that cost and how does it would entail? We would have, a, we would have a, an energy report service itself, which is about, which is about doing everything all at the, the one time. It's, it, it, it's less about piecemeal measures than it is about what do I need to do in one installation to, to put a heat pump in, get to a B2 or... Far beyond or far better standard than that, but all done at the same time. So our uh, 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 survey and our energy plan is based on uh, doing everything at the same time. One carefully planned, um, uh, detailed and comprehensive installation. The cost of that is, is for most homes, is going to be 475. It's a, it's a, a fully costed report with all of the measures, uh, all of the standards to be reached, the achievable B or at the end uh, and all of the grants available to you, the best grants available to you to do that. It, it's worth bearing in mind that the although the, the, the grant incentive has increased substantially, um, there, there, there still are appropriate measures for each individual home. Uh, and there may, be, there may be things that are grant funded which make sense to do. And there still may be other things that even with grant funding possibly, you know, the, they, they they may not be the the order or the things in which to prioritize. So, I suppose it's 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 also important to see that well there there is a there is an appropriate and a good solution for each home that may or may involve the full suite of measures, but but may not. You know, once the standards are reached, which are very high standards, 
there may be there may be cost savings by not doing some measures because you're reaching a very high standard anyway. And you can kind of see that in our report will outline what the options will be to exceed the standards if you so wish, if the budget allows, and if the grant incentive is such that it encourages to go a step further than even the uh, Electric Ireland Superhome standard, which is a very high standard indeed. Is there simple steps just to let people know, you know, like six steps if they were starting with the report and they were going to do it, we're saying we're doing a deep retrofit, whether it's over time or in one go, is there like a number of steps that you would do to get to the end point? Yeah, there's a very clear roadmap put forward in a good assessment, which is going to outline um, uh, broadly speaking, what you need to do to get your homes to the standard. And it can be a very simple format, really. I suppose, you know, when you take a high level of it, it's going to be it's going to be insulation, fabric first. I mean, they, they, no matter what heating system you have or PV or anything for that matter, if you're losing heat cheaply, it's a waste. So it's the first thing to tackle, which is um, improving your insulation to the standard set out in your plan. And that plan is going to have six steps. And the first step is going to be, here's what you need to do to get your insulation to the standard required. Once you do that, you are fit then for a efficient heating system, like a heat pump. And then there'll be other options like solar photovoltaic, which you can add on. You can, you can make your own assessment about your own investment. Well, this is, this is something that makes sense for me. Or you can add it on later. And that, that's a very simple retrofit plan. Now, it's never been more simpler in a way because the more technical side of that is going to be looked after by your retrofit engineer, you know, who's going to, who's going to make those assessments for you, who's going to put the technical plan into place. But it's going to be very much in plain English what you need to do uh, to get your house to the B2 standard or beyond. And here are the, the main steps within that. Here's your incentive. And here's your, here's your process to get it done. Here's your retrofit engineer. Here's your retrofit advisor that's going to guide you through the process. Here's the grants. This is exactly the grant you're going to get. And, you know, your, 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 your retrofit professionals are going to ensure that you get those grants. Uh, and that grant is going to be deducted from the cost of works. That's how confident we are that we're going to get you to the standard. Uh, so all of these things that would have been really difficult before, you know, um, and we acknowledge the whole house retrofit is new to a lot of people, but there's never been better supports there to do that. There's never been better incentives there to do that. And there certainly has never been a better time to do that. So, um, it can be made much simpler than it sounds uh, in the right hands. And just one word that I think we use it a few times about no brainer, because that's when I've been researching about this, that is the word that I was using with my own wife. Cause I was saying, you know, after 15 years, you know, it's paid for, but you then have a house that's more valuable. You more than likely have less carbon tax to pay. You also have lower energy bills you have a warmer, more comfortable house, and you're also doing your bit for the environment. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it takes all of those boxes. And not just the comfort, but the ease of use of your heating system can't be underestimated That's as well. True. And as we said earlier on, you know, paid for seven, 15 years. So I suppose the sooner you do it, you get to experience the value of it longer as well. You get to experience it the longer. But there's, there's also... There's also no reason to panic. So the scheme is yeah. the scheme is the scheme is just up and running. Mm. It's 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 generated a lot of demand. Um, there there is only a certain amount of retrofits that can be carried out in a given year. The, the target for this year is two thousand. So this is something really that is going to scale up over time. So um, certainly um, sending the message that this is this is now something to consider. Uh, 
But it's also something to plan for. With the best will in the world, a whole house retrofit is a, is a, is a big undertaking. Uh, we don't minimize that. It, it's a substantial and transformational exercise and thing to do in your home. It takes planning. So with the best will in the world, if you even if you want to retrofit in two months' time, it's it's not necessarily going to be that easy to arrange a schedule it and to include all the choices that you might want to do, you know, which is often people will, 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 will do other things in the context of a retrofit that might paint or redecorate or, or, or move a couple of things around the home. And that's only, that's only natural, uh, a toilet, a bathroom and so on. Um, and, and to get as much done as you can in one, uh, in one go as, uh, as possible. So uh, I would certainly advise people that to, to start planning for this, to, to, to look at what they can do with a home by way of an assessment. Um, consider those um, uh, thoughtfully and then to start putting together a retrofit plan for themselves that takes into consideration the time they have available, uh, the energy to have at a given time of the year, that might be summertime or it might be wintertime, depending on someone's profession or uh, their lifestyle. Uh, and of course, there's a financial imperative here to, 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 to have finance in order or to have capital in order or to purchase a house or to many different reasons why um, a, a particular one, particular retrofit plan is going to differ um, uh, depending on who you are and which way you want to approach it. So putting that plan together is, 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 the, is the starting to put that plan together is the first step to take. Thank you for listening to the Retrofit Podcast brought to you by Electric Ireland Superhomes. To start your journey to a superhome today, please visit our website www.electricirelandsuperhomes.ie where you can discover how you can reduce your carbon footprint, improve your home's comfort and increase its value. Don't miss out on this opportunity to make a positive impact on the environment and your life.